0: Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature.
1: If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk again. Drunk again. Drunk accountant. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan, and I'm Tim, oh, and I'm Tim him. I know. I know. There we go. <laughs> uh, He's back. Yeah. I'm
0: back. You're back, baby. I'm back, baby. <laughs> yeah. I've uh I've got a
1: son. Yeah. What? That's just like a phrase I never thought. I mean, I did assume I'd hear that at some point in my life, but... Uh, call me Papa, if you I th- want. Actually, I, I'm going to go through this right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a few questions that I've been writing down that I want to ask you good. because you've been gone. Yeah, um, nice. The first one is, um, should we call you Big Daddy on the podcast now?
0: I was thinking Big or Puppy. Big, Papa. Big Puppy. Big Puppy? Yeah, P-A-P-I. Okay,
1: P-A-P-I. Big, Big Puppy. Big Puppy, all right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, Just because it's the creepiest, weirdest one uh, I can think of. Do you want a new segment that's um, like Mm. Daddy's Corner or Big Puppy's Corner uh, where you can talk about being a parent and Mm. what's involved there? Yeah. Um, One idea I had was, yeah, daddy. (laughs) Yeah, daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, daddy. (laughs) I like that. I think we should. There's a lot of
0: parents slash dads listening to the pod, so... Let's do it. All right. Yeah, Daddy is a yeah. new. If yeah, Daddy with Big Puppy. That segment may even take <laughs> us to new heights on the show. Oh, new lows. Hey, Hamish, Hamish uh, Blake just released a podcast called Have How You Got the listen- Dad's
1: Dad. I was going to tell you about that. Have you yeah. listened? Yeah. It's, it's good. good. It's really good. You're enjoying it? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm enjoying it a lot. Nice. You hear those crickets. Yeah, you can hear the cicadas. Yeah, cicadas, sorry. Classic Australian summer. Yeah, it's been like that every podcast I've been doing lately, just <laughs> cicada cicada city. All right, my next question. Uh, do you suddenly relate more to songs like Cats in the Cradle and <laughs> Old Man? <laughs> do they just hit you like they never have in the past? Uh, no, but I did watch a war
0: movie last mm. night and there was a lot of men dying mm. and I was like, each one of them was a baby, mm. someone's baby. Maybe sad, mm. maybe very sad. Dan.
1: <laughs> um, uh, my last question here okay. is: um, Have you listened to the podcast in the last five weeks? You haven't been. No. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: not gonna lie, I meant to. We talked about it, and yes. I meant to. I'm just not in the habit mm. of like listening to our own podcast. Yeah. It's um, fair But I'm really looking forward to listening to them Like mm. it's gonna be It's gonna be really funny When I do I'm gonna enjoy it
1: Well I've got I've got something I want to play you here Tim <sighs> okay. I've got some snippets of awesome. just, just showing you how, uh, the how lonely and it's been here on the podcast <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Is the Dan and Heather Lowe I went low with that You <laughs> did <laughs> 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 What is the Dan and Mick Lowe it's depressing by myself to do this. What is the Dan and Dan Lowe? I've renamed it the Dan and Dan Lowe because um, it's just me. What is the Dan oh, and Michelle Lowe? None.
0: I'm glad you didn't ask me to yeah. that. That wouldn't be a good thing.
1: Uh, but That's first so off, good. this has gone terribly in the previous weeks. So let's see how it goes now. What is the Tim and Dan Lowe? Dan Lowe. <laughs> Oh it's, just, it's just kind of sad every week. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, oh well, Tim,
0: what, what is the Tim and Dan? Ah. <laughs>
1: God, that felt good.
0: <laughs> sounded so good in these crispy
1: mics. It too. did sound good in these crispy. It's this is like two, like yeah. two halves of like one of those little heart necklaces coming together. Tim, <laughs> I've just been a lonely heart. <laughs> on the last five weeks of this podcast.
0: Oh, I, I, needed,
1: you, I needed my podcast and work wife here with me. Yeah, yeah um, work wife, yes. All right. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I'm sorry I left you. Um, i mean, you and had a baby.
0: I'm it's, it's fine. back now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like to think of you, of you as like a bit of a son sometimes, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
1: I feel like yeah. I tell you a lot right. about
0: what I know. Fair enough. You can
1: pass on your wisdom to me. <laughs> Teach me your nuggets. Teach me your ways, Tim. <laughs> No, how, how has, in all honesty, how has the last five weeks of your life been?
0: Oh, it's been crazy. Mm. Um, so good. I've got a new saying. Mm. I understand why like parents are wrinkly mm. uh, or old people with kids are wrinkly because mm-hmm. they smile and laugh so much. Ah, that's yeah, sweet. Because it's, it seriously is like, they'll just like your baby will just be like pulling some sort of funny face or mm. making some sort of grunt noise mm. um, and you just laugh. You can't help it. You can't help but laugh and smile.
1: That's just like a very sweet, sincere answer and Hmm. I love it.
0: Yeah, it's good. And um, yeah, I'm just finding, you know, things pale in comparison, like in terms of importance. Whereas like, not that I would get heaps stressed about work, but it's been a couple of stressful years with work. So it's been front of mind. Perspective. Yeah, for at least. You know, mm. um, yeah, and that's a big thank to you, Dan, mm. my podcast co-host and uh, mm. business partner, extraordinaire. Slash wife. I didn't have to worry. Yeah, mm. business, business wife. Mm. I didn't have to worry about work at all. And um, and frankly, I wasn't even thinking about it. Whereas before, <laughs> you know, I'd go on holidays. It'd still be front of mind. Yeah. Um, which is just a natural thing for a business owner. We're Absolutely. We talked about that a bit today with mm. the mm. E-Myth. Mm. But uh, yeah, so I think that's healthy, like
1: really healthy. Mm. Um mentally. So, I and mm. honestly, I'm I'm super stoked for you and Jade. Um I've actually mm. been saving the name of the baby. I haven't told oh, the really? podcast world.
0: Oh, there you go. I wanted
1: you to be able to All tell right. the world, Tim. Okay.
0: His name is Lewis. Lewis. Lewis with a W. Lewis. I always I don't know why I have to put that little because some people think it's Lewis. Yeah, yeah. L O U. Yeah. L O U I S. Now it's L E W I S and his middle name is Alexander.
1: Right, so he's, he's lag. Lewis Alexander Garth. Yeah, lagging indicator of pregnancy, as I like to say. <laughs> yeah, well, he certainly <laughs> is. He certainly is. Um,
0: yeah, so, yeah, he's, uh, he was born... 3.92 kilos mm-hmm. uh, by C-section. Yep. So, that's, so that, a whole, that was, that's a whole other story. And that was
1: an unexpected turn of events it on certainly the day. Was. Yep. It
0: certainly was. And uh, so Jade's been, you know, recovering very slowly. There's been a few complications, but mm. that's thrown me into a, a happy deep end because, you know, it's gotten... I've changed so many diapers and like mm. settled him and fed him and all that kind of stuff. So it's been, it's been really good mm. in that regard. Um, yeah, so... Uh, and he's five weeks old on
1: Friday. So, amazing. happy days. How quickly is that? Like, probably not for you. It probably feels quick and short. Yeah, it's weird. Quick like, and long.
0: It's hard to remember the before. Like, obviously, I remember it. That's mm. stupid. That sounds stupid. But um, it's hard to remember how it felt without mm. him. Or hard to remember him not being in our life mm. it's already. Mm. Five weeks. It's not that long. So, yeah. And I wasn't expecting that because a lot of people have said... Um, you know, that newborn phase can be a mm. challenge because they're not giving you much, so like they don't have mm. much personality. But yeah, I don't know. I find him cute enough, I guess, that you know, I'm just <laughs> yeah. loving. Lovin', I, I think all his little noises and faces he pulls is personality. But nah. I guess some people might
1: not feel that way. That so is.
0: That took me by surprise.
1: You're sickingly sweet today, Tim. <laughs> and. <laughs> Everyone listening is surely thinking the same thing that oh, nice. yeah, clearly you love your son. That yeah, is, that's, yeah. I love it. I'm, yeah. I'm so stoked for you guys. Thanks. Honestly.
0: Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. Mm. For, well, I really do mean it though. Like mm. you're covering for the podcast and work. It's been massive. Absolutely yeah. massive. It's why we're so, here. It's why there's two of us. Yeah. it's uh, been yeah. unreal. When so. I have kids, you'll do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Don't mm. have kids though. That's mm. terrible, Dan. <laughs> You don't want to do it. No, no, no for sure. That, yeah, that that's
1: exciting too. Yeah. yeah. Lewis needs a little cousin. Yeah, a little friend. Uh, yeah. Little friend. It's that, that was my other question actually. Who am I to Lewis? <laughs> and what should I guide Lewis in? Uh, in, in, your, in your opinion, what's my role in Lewis's uh, life? Future employer, mentor. employer yeah. and mentor. Employer and mentor. Lewis, you've already peeped. He's an accountant.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely. I yeah. haven't got a photo of him. Yeah, with the uh, the onesie on, which I'm going to have to do soon. The training account, you'll grow out of it.
1: Uh, well, because I put it
0: in a bag and it got a little bit dirty on the way I home. I was know. like, damn it! So um, I had to wash it before I even wore it. Mm. Um, so yeah, now I've got to put him on it, put it on him because he's grown bloody fast. Mm. So it'll probably just fit him right now.
1: Well, make sure you get it. You need to get that content. I I mean, will. That
0: content, him. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no future accountant in the making mm. potentially. Um, so yeah, yeah, so, so, uncle, so uncle Dan, think, I've been calling all my friends
1: uncle yeah, so my you, close think, friends. you think I'll be uncle Dan Employer slash mentor yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes Yeah okay fair yeah. enough I feel role.
0: like he can go to you Dan mm. If there's some sort of like brain teaser That he can't solve or like mm. He's taking something apart and he can't put it back together mm. I feel like he could probably go to you for that stuff Okay Because I'll just be like dude just buy a new one or like, yeah. just Google
1: the answer. Yeah. And I'll be like, all right, let's 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 dive into this. <laughs> We're going to wreck it probably. I don't have time for yeah. this. So. <laughs> We're going to spend an unnecessarily yeah. large amount of time fixing this. Yeah. Uh, I'll
0: be like, I'll be like, you want to go, you know, play uh, kicks, you know, kick the ball around or yeah. like play Frisbee or mm. do something physical. I'll be like, yeah, let's do it. Awesome. We're puzzles. Not a day.
1: You can be the puzzle uncle Alright I'll be the puzzle uncle yeah. Puzzle and um, um, There'll finally be a Garth who can play guitar
0: Well true Yeah that would be good too Although, although he does, does have lessons. a stepdad
1: that plays Pretty good guitar Yeah,
0: yeah. True <laughs> That's true There's plenty of people There's Plenty, plenty of, people. of people Plenty yeah, of people Uncle Dan, uncle Dan. If that's what you are Hey you can be whatever
1: you want Hey uh, Sounds good to me Second cousin Dan <laughs> <laughs> Yeah <laughs>
0: What else is there
1: Grandpa, if you want. I don't mm. know. No. Pop. It's not my vibe. You yeah. mm. can pop. be puppy. <laughs> <laughs> pop pop. <laughs> I got pop up in the attic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have pop up in the attic. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, good. Well, that's good, Tim. Yeah. It sounds like you've had an awesome mm. time, but we do. We're all very happy you're back on the podcast. What about you, Dan? I feel like there's been
0: some big uh, life
1: moments for you recently.
0: Slash in the last. Oh, five my, weeks.
1: my life, I would say, Tim has been equally as fulfilling. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'd say, <laughs> man, hey, maybe even more. Like, no, it has It definitely hasn't. I've had great sleep. <laughs> I've had <great laughs> so much sleep. <laughs> so much sleep. Uh, it's just been busy work. It's yeah. been just a lot, mm. I guess. Um, just running up to the end of the year. I think people yeah. just need a lot of things at that time. Plus. Helping cover for yeah. people All who my. might have wanted to normally speak to you. All my stuff. And then um, doing the podcast and I got an, I'm got moving into a new place.
0: Yeah, that's heaps
1: exciting. Yeah, get, get the keys to that on Friday. Yeah. About, it's about like 150 meters down from the beach. When's the ha- housewarming party?
0: Uh, um, uh, <laughs> 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 might not have a housewarming party, but... Uh, I love... Like, my thing that I've noticed... From your last month, is you realised being a business owner, accountant,
1: um, reliable, aged person (laughs) is a huge positive. It's something I can lean into. Yeah, you lean into. (laughs) It's how I got the house. It's a strength. Yeah. They, it's great. They basically told me you're a boring accountant, so we get, <laughs> so you got the house. I'm like, okay, great, so good, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, you, I'll in take the, it. You're yeah. in your early thirties, so you're not gonna have big parties. Yeah, yeah I'm uh, early thirties, single, no pets, <laughs> and own a business with good income. It was like, all right. He's got it So good I just lean into that Dan this, this is this is a positive For lots of places In my life Tim yeah. I think um, Lots of people Are looking for A reliable safe accountant Yeah if um, you're looking For a reliable edge. <laughs> I like to say It's with an edge With an edge Yeah I've got edge A hard edge Yeah that is. Nice <laughs> Yeah. Uh, classic. Yeah, you've got edges. Yeah, I've ed- yeah. got edges. Um, yeah, yeah. But apart from that, that's that's just been me, Tim. That's good. Yeah, nothing is cool. nothing as exciting as uh, baby Lewis in my life. But uh, no, no, I'm excited. Maybe that will be soon, Dan. Well, that'd be a surprise for me. If you would if like, there was a baby <laughs> Lewis in my life,
0: <laughs> if the sounds of a reliable yeah, 31 year old on Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you're 32 Damn, as well i'm trying to do your favors yeah, yeah sorry. No, lowering don't. my age it yeah. wasn't my birthday uh, um yeah then message message the podcast uh <laughs> with your finer qualities <laughs> and uh yeah we'll see where, where yeah. we head
1: from here i guess speaking of which um the drunkies are coming up everybody and i've been posting. During the week, um, some of the categories for people to send nominations. We've had some funny ones emailed to us. We've had some funny ones message to us. We've had a few responses to the stories. That's good. But we're going to do that next week as our final episode of the cool. year. Right. It's going to be our drunkies. Give so everyone another week. You've got until let's say Monday. Ooh, that's Monday. Soon. Um, to send in your nominations for your drunky awards. Cool. Um, the ones that, the ones I particularly love are the best slash funniest review. Yeah, the tightest ass is always good. Tightest
0: ass is great.
1: Mm. Um, this year, I think there's a really big contest in the zero award. Ooh. Yeah, I'd like it's to see who the uh, the winner of that one is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, this is why this works, Tim, because <laughs> I've realised while you've been gone. Some 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 facts. <laughs> some, some facts. The first fact is is that uh, we don't work unless there's one of us making a dumb joke and the other one playing off yeah, it reacting otherwise it's just me saying something dumb and laughing at my own joke yeah. and no one else getting why I'm laughing maybe people enjoy that so if, yeah i suppose if but if i'm on the pod <laughs> if i'm here on the podcast i'm like oh, i'm having pop up in the attic no one else is laughing at that it's
0: just me. <laughs> it's true. Well I guess we can like in in some ways confirm confirm the listeners' theories mm. as to why we're laughing. Or like just yes. let no yes, now is the time to laugh. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> laugh track. <laughs> oh, wrong there we so, go. There's your problem, Dan. The buttons have what,
0: changed. What we'll ever do next time mm. you leave or mm. I leave for mm. a little while. Um <laughs> still laughing. it's still laugh. <laughs> Um, we'll record you laughing or uh, me laughing. That is That's good. what we should have done. Uh,
1: I, I was going to record myself doing the harmony yeah, and then I was no. going to do the lower harmony. Oh,
0: that would be a great idea. But I
1: it, it um, the reaction in people's faces who were guests when I would do it by myself <laughs> almost became as important to me <laughs> as as at making it sound good. I because love
0: the, si- the stark silence, the silence after every...
1: Well, Most of those people are ever. listeners to the podcast. Yeah. They, they did they, know. They knew it was coming. But they were sort of shocked that I did it, (laughs) I think. And they didn't know what to say. They didn't know how to react like, okay.
0: I, that's I, good. I had that one episode with um, Rob Cameron from mm. FYI Docs, yeah. and I didn't even warn him about it. And I was just <laughs> like, "All right, we did this thing, the Tim and Dan low," and I sang it. And he he added in at the end, like he he uh, did a terrible bit at the end yeah. to add to it. I think but, I remember uh, that. Yeah, but it is it is tough. Then mm. yeah, it well is. that's nice. I'm glad you can appreciate me. Yes, I appreciate before you, you were clearly resenting my presence. I so, appreciate yeah. you. Yeah,
1: that's why I just want you to know.
0: Oh, good. Yeah, All right.
1: good. All Thank right. You. Uh, business update Lasso. sponsored by cats <laughs> thanks cats thanks cats um today's business update is it's all about christmas parties
0: Yeah, it's topical. We've got our Christmas party for work on Friday. Yeah,
1: and we always like to say here on the podcast and potentially in a new song that I'm writing, (laughs) uh, if it's your Christmas party, keep it under 300. Or just keep it 300. Keep it 300. Keep it 300. I I like that. Keep it 300 and infrequent. Yeah. uh, yeah. (laughs) And infrequent. It's a good ending. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Maybe I can just be the last (laughs) one. Um, so essentially, yeah. yeah, this is the time of year where people are having Christmas parties for mm-hmm. their team and mm-hmm. maybe a few guests invited mm-hmm. along. Yeah. And it's, it's a bit of a pitfall because you can fall into some problems around fringe benefits tax definitely, uh, and you don't want to do that.
0: No. And this isn't about making it deductible either. That's a common misconception. Mm. Anything that's entertainment is not deductible Correct. straight out. Mm. Um, straight just, out of deductible yeah <laughs> there you go keep writing <laughs> this down dear these are awesome lyrics um, you have to pay fringe benefits tax yes. on it and even if you're not claiming it as a deduction if you have enough entertainment mm. you have to pay fringe benefits tax on it mm-hmm. and you might have to pay someone to do a fringe benefits tax return so mm. it can be those, costly those are straight up things mm. you want to avoid you do not want that FBT in yes your life.
1: so the easiest way to avoid this is to keep it under $300 per head Mm. for the for the event.
0: Including associates, right?
1: Including associates, mm. because that is FBT. Mm. Oop. For a off my chair. That <laughs> is, <laughs> I'm so hyped up about this. Um, yeah, keep it under $300 per head because that is below the fringe benefits tax. It's a minor exempt benefit. Yep. Um, and as long as you're not doing it frequently, mm. as Tim said, it starts, you're not having a Christmas mm. party every month. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, monthly Christmas party. Yeah,
1: then, then you don't have to worry about FBT.
0: Yeah, and I guess uh when we say three hundred dollars, that means the whole cost yes. of the event. Um and if there's certain parts that are only for some people and certain mm. parts that are for everyone, then you have to look at those people by themselves. Yeah. Those elements of it. So let's say only your employees get mm. to do an activity and then you go and take everyone out for two hundred and fifty dollar per head dinner. Yeah. If that activity was more than fifty dollars per head for your employees, um Leaving out the associates, you might have gone
1: over three hundred dollars per head. Yeah, that's right. It's really important to, to have a look at the whole thing. There's another there's a, other couple of ways you can avoid it. You can do a Christmas afternoon party at the office with some mm. light refreshments. That is not entertainment. Mm. So you, yeah, so you you can do that, but again, that's a boring ass Christmas party. Oh, yeah. So like your employees hate you for that. Yeah, unless you have a ping pong table. <laughs> unless you got a ping pong table, and
0: that sounds like a pretty good Christmas party to me. Yeah, to we honest. do have
1: a Christmas anyway. We should do that <laughs> Yeah I'd be happy with it But I feel like the team wouldn't You know yeah. they, they don't want to be beaten by us For their Christmas Exactly they, they want to be uplifted Not yeah. pushed down and to the not ground Not down. rubbing their face And the I'm ground. not
0: losing on purpose to anyone yeah. Alright no, Lewis if you're listening I, I'm never losing to you on purpose
1: uh, I've just worked out what I am to Lewis <laughs> <laughs> His weak competition <laughs> No <laughs> I will be his head coach in ping pong <laughs> And then if I have a son, you can be their coach, and our sons can have a rivalry to finally beat the other one. Nice, nice.
0: Yes. I thought you meant like you'll just go easy on him, no, God, no, and be nice to him. No, okay, no. no, not that at all. No, so, I mean you got to. Sorry,
1: I, I got to demonstrate that. what a winner looks like, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have enough winners in his
0: life. Exactly. You're right. You're right.
1: All right, let's. Uh, so keep keep it three hundred, everybody. Keep it three hundred, all this or less and mm. if <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to the tight ass tip Tim you got a tight ass tip I do Dan yeah.
0: yeah I've got a great tight ass tip mm-hmm. um, today's tight ass tip is don't
1: buy a nanny cam <laughs> <laughs> now can I be honest you can I used this <laughs> really yeah you've like, already used this two weeks this? ago yeah what because you told me I said I've got one from Tim oh you used this tight ass tip I thought you you went and bought one I was no. like what do you need a nanny <laughs> yeah, cam yeah, for don't you mind what I'm yeah <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Don't you mind my business Alright <laughs> Well that's quite an admission Dan For the public No I did not use this tight tip I used this as a tight oh, tip On great. the podcast Alright so yes. you've stolen my thunder I stole your thunder mm. Alright all right.
0: I've got another one then Okay good So we've already used that one Yep You've definitely not used this one Okay And yeah So I feel a little bit bad about this one Because it's not really supporting Small business mm-hmm. And it's not really renewable But a lot of people go this way mm-hmm. Alright um, And it's about nappies Yep Subscribe to nappies. Mm. And hey, massive thumbs up to anyone who does those cotton nappies and washes them. Good on them. You are legends. Good on right? them. All right. I'm not good enough to be you just no. yet. Maybe in the future. Maybe one day. Yeah. When, you know, maybe when Lewis is like six months old, yeah. you can switch. Exactly. But right now, we're using disposable nappies. Mm. And you can actually get a subscription on Amazon, man. And you get a discount. Oh, wow. Yeah. So but it's cheaper than buying it at the shops.
1: And it's just like an it's automated, automated. brand. Yeah,
0: it's Huggies. Huggies. Or any other brand you want to use. What, what is a, um? a... I'm sorry, you go and I'll, I'll add to this. Yeah, so uh, you can also do this with wipes. Because mm. you use a lot of wipes mm. too, Dan. Uh, for all the poopies. Mm. And uh, yeah, it just comes in the mail. Like we are members of Prime. Yep. So free postage. Yep. And uh, yeah, you're going to save, I don't know, I think it was like five bucks a month on nappies. If you go through like a box a month. That's a good saving. It's good. That's a great saving. I think that like a box of nappies is about 30 bucks for a hundred. So it's a pretty high percentage.
1: What's a good business name for a diaper subscription service? Because what's the, you know, the toilet paper, the um, who gives a crap? Yeah. Who gives a crap? Mm.
0: I'll
1: have to think on that one. I'll have to come up with something funny for there maybe wiped wiped that's a good one yeah uh yeah you're you're um uh, much more heavily involved in, the, yeah, in no. the in the nappies at the moment tim surely you've got something happening in your life
0: oh uh, i don't know think on that think on. I that. i will think on that think you on just that. changed so many nappies dan it's mm. it's ridiculous well baby's eating poo a lot maybe just nappy pal or something like i feel mm. like it'd be really nice if you just had a nappy pal to like
1: yeah. oh, it's deal nappy with nappy So Yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: do you subscribe to nappy power? Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good name. Cause then you could put in like, that's a great business idea, Dan. They could learn the age of the baby and then customize the needs of like, when you're going to upgrade in size. Yeah. Cause that's hard. Like I didn't really, I went to the shops and there was size one or size two and they give you ranges so it's like zero to five kilos for size one, mm. four to eight kilos for size two. So like, you could be four to five. You could four be or one five. or two. I know. Which is where Lewis is at right now. It's tricky, this, Dan. It's yeah, tricky. That that if there was work. a subscription that would tell me what size nappy I need, that would mm. be pretty handy. That is good. Anyway, that's the title's tip for today. Save some money on nappies and wipes on Amazon.
1: or it. Another subscription service Yeah, to be named. Yeah, nappy power. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's a good one. Let's move on then to the main topic for today. Didn't forget that button. Nice. Uh, It's book nuggets. Book nuggets. 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 Yummy, yummy. (laughs) (laughs) Book nuggets. We're back today. We're talking about uh, *E Myth uh, Revisited*. Is the one I read. Yeah, I read that one too. It was just always *Revisited*,
0: but by Uh, Michael E Gerber. Yeah, I think he came back and rewrote it. Like. 20 years later. It's like quite an old book. Yeah. It's one of the OG, like most people who are into sort
1: of um, self-improvement business reads this book, yeah. I, uh, read this one. I'd heard about it a lot. People yeah. don't have talk about it. I just never read it, which is the whole conceit of book nuggets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So True. we read it and now we're going to tell the people out there That's it. what's good. Gonna give you some nuggets. going to give you some nuggets. Tim, just broadly, how'd you find it? Good. Yeah, I
0: thought it was really good. Mm. Um, there was nothing I went away thinking I need to like change things in a drastic way. Mm. Um, Interestingly enough, like whilst I was getting ready to go on leave with Lewis and whilst I was away, I think we've done really well in our business of systemizing Mm -mm. and it's something that we used to focus on a lot. Actually, funnily enough, like go back five to eight years. We had systems for everything. Then just get busy team maybe wasn't big enough to keep updating those systems yeah. and you change a lot as a small business. So we just didn't keep them up to date. Um, so that was one of my things I loved about it. Mm. Um, also just remembering the whole thing of like the whole purpose of the E-myth and what it means as well i like i like that concept
1: i do as well i do as well I, I i was similar to you i enjoyed the book i felt it touched on some of the things that we're already doing and talking mm. about on the podcast yep. which we can just reiterate on but the whole conceit of the e-myth
0: mm. let's yeah. start there yeah it's it's super true yep so th- what is the e-myth tim well my understanding of the e-myth is that it's that entrepreneur entrepreneur myth yeah it's the myth that Um, you're good at something so go start a business and make millions Mm. or it could even be the myth that um, work 20 hours a day and you're like an entrepreneur
1: and you're successful. So those to me, that's that's the way I feel about e-myth. Yeah, I I thought the same. I I had it as like most people enter like uh, the myth is that most people who start a business are entrepreneurial type people yep. who are high risk, high reward, fast moving, fast paced. Let's get yeah. this thing going to be yeah. gangbusters. But yep. in reality, it's rarely that in yeah. a small business. It's it's And this, this is what we see all the time. It's what yeah. we talk about. And I thought that was a really good tie in to our whole concept around lifestyle business. Yeah. Because the main reason people enter into business isn't for to. Follow this entrepreneurial spirit. No. It's because they want more money, more time, more peace of mind. They've got a lifestyle in mind, some goals that they want to achieve. And that might have nothing to do with turning this into a billion dollar business. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so I think that was a really good first step. I was like, yep, I understand this. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought um, that is
0: something that I have understood for a long time, mm. but it was nice to be reminded of that. And I want to talk about that more mm. with people and clients yep. on the podcast, on our courses. Yep. So, um, So yeah, I think just that concept alone mm. is massive and it makes us as business owners and people as business owners a bit more humble. Yeah. And be like, okay, where are my weaknesses? Yeah. Because, yeah, I know how to lodge tax returns and do financials. Exactly. That doesn't mean I can lead a team and do marketing and
1: these are all the keep hurdles. people accountable and yeah. <clears throat> build systems. Every small business owner finds those hurdles. Mm. You and I have run into many of them where we're like, okay, yeah, we didn't do that as well as maybe we should mm. have or um, this is something we really don't know how to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just yeah. everyone runs into these things. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Speak
0: to any business owner. Mm. Managing people mm. is one of their hardest things. And there's a bit of a plan in this book to do that. Yep. So I, I liked those those aspects
1: of it. So before we dive into the real content of the book, i wrote a couple of notes along the way of things that I liked. Um, mm. One of the chapters opened with an um, Aldous Huxley quote. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Brave new world. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Mm. Um, also, he calls his business e Worldwide. Okay. And I'm wondering, should we call it Two Drunk Accountants Worldwide? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just add worldwide to the end of so
1: gangster. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I like Mr. that. Mr. Worldwide. Yeah. yeah. Two Drunk Accountants Worldwide. I mean, we do have worldwide listeners. Not yeah, many. True. Yeah, But well, we are worldwide. Hey, still counts. Yeah. TDA Worldwide. TDA Worldwide. Okay. So the next thing I enjoyed was, um, yeah, he goes into the three roles that everybody actually plays yeah, in like their the- business.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Like we've referred to different hats. Yeah. You could call this whatever you want. Personalities, he, mm. he calls them in the book.
1: Mm. Yeah, I, this this resonated. It did resonate with me as well. And that's the, every business owner has has three hats in, in his point of view that, that uh, roles or personalities mm. that you've got to try and navigate. Yep. And you might be more inclined to one than the other. Yeah. And it's about figuring out the right balance. Definitely. And so it was the entrepreneur, mm. the manager and the technician. Yep. And each of those three people play very different roles. Yeah, um, and most people will generally start out as the technician because you used like you started a business in a job that you probably used to do. Yep, sure. um, so you know the work. Yeah, and this is what I see over and over again. As soon as, as soon as I read this part, I was like, "Yep." Almost every business owner that comes to us, yeah, this is where they start.
0: Well, um, and this explains why business owners can sometimes feel a bit trapped or like mm. slaves mm. because once they stop being the technician yeah they haven't built adequate systems and structures around them so that the business can keep operating yeah so the business is literally relying on them to be a technician yep and that is the case from the beginning but the mistake most of us make is we get so busy we don't change that or we don't build systems to change that so yeah, yeah it's uh, it's a it's a dangerous one the technician it is it's a a very dangerous one Mm. so
1: what are the other two then tim
0: so the manager um this is this is a good one too they want things to run well Mm. um they're really focused on the details and they're keeping people accountable yep so they want to run like a tight tidy ship Mm. um that is i think most people would think of that as like um, it's probably technician or manager. Yeah. They're probably not thinking about the entrepreneur part. Yeah. Like they're leaving that out. Um, so the manager's super important too because that's making sure things are getting done. Mm. But it's still not the ultimate form of you as a business owner potentially. Yeah. So there can be self-accountability built in um, and you can train other people to be managers as well. And they don't really have to be special people. Mm. You need to give them systems and, and the skill set to do it. So yeah. um, I liked that one
1: too. I also liked that one. Hmm. Uh, And the third one was obviously the the entrepreneur. And that is the person who looks at the big picture strategy vision, um, who is creating new ideas and pushing the business forward in new directions. Yes. Um, And that is what he says in the book is probably what people who are starting a business are the weakest at. Yeah, definitely. Because they're so focused on doing the thing. Yeah. And the technician in them just wants them to do the thing. Over and over again, they're not thinking about what's the next step. It's kind of their comfort zone, the technician. Yeah.
0: Um, Whereas the entrepreneur side of it is going to free them. Yep. Really. So, um, but there needs to be a manager Mm. in there somewhere as well. Exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's not to say you'll never do any technician work or never be a manager of any sort. Mm. Um, And perhaps you are comfortable being the technician, but you need to make sure that someone's living those personalities for your team
1: and your business. So, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Important to just be aware of that in your own
1: actions. Yeah, exactly. And so he, he then takes these ideas and moves them into like the phases in, in starting your business, yep. which, which I thought was interesting because as we were mm. kind of saying, the first phase is really you doing the work. It's the yeah. technician. Yeah. Um, and so that's when your business is just starting. Yeah. Um, you're the one doing the work, yep. getting through it. And, um, you know, there's no leverage of your time at that point. There's yeah. no expanding beyond you at that point. Mm. It's just getting stuff done, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely.
1: Um, but then, what's the next step?
0: Yeah, so um, I mean, there's getting some help. Yeah. Um, I guess, like, <laughs> yeah, I can really relate to this. I'm not saying, you know, we've all we've all made mistakes. I'm not saying we've done. Um, Terribly bad at this, Dan. But mm. at times, I feel like I probably have more abdicated. Yeah, I, <laughs> um, I delegated. I think I wrote that in my in
1: my notes here. I, I so agree. Getting
0: some help, you're hiring people. Yeah, and you're like, I'm going to hire the best, smartest person. Mm. Um, we've had guests on who have said, I'm going to hire people who are smarter than me. Yeah, and that's definitely a good thing to do. Yeah. No problems with that. But it doesn't have to be that way if you delegate effectively. Yeah. We've talked about that too. But a system is super important to that and the structure and uh when you've been stuck as a technician and you're busy doing that you probably haven't built the structure enough so you get help and then you just start seeing them dropping things yeah and they're they're sinking they're not swimming and you start thinking what is wrong with this person yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they could do this and fully believe in them mm. and then you start sort of blaming yourself a bit you're mm. like ah oh, have i not supported them enough but mm. I think, yeah, yeah, I think it's the structure. Yeah. It's not repeatable. Like, they don't understand their responsibility, their accountabilities. So, that's when you start hitting a brick wall, really.
1: When you first start to get some help. He he tells the story um, about um, a person that hires somebody and then just starts to abdicate everything to them. Yes. And then things start to go wrong. And then they start to get annoyed and blaming themselves and and figuring out. And then they just jump back into the work. It's like, all right, I'm, Mm -hmm. I have to do this. The only way it's going to get done is I jump in. And I related to that so much where it's like, definitely we've, abdicated work to somebody yeah. and then it doesn't get done and so we're like oh, fine I'll just do it yeah I'll just get it done yeah but that is the wrong solution it's not a solution it's so tempting though but oh, it's the wrong yeah. solution this is why we get stuck in mm. busy work it's yep. because we're stuck doing these things mm-hmm. and that's definitely a lesson I've learned yeah so I agree 100%, 100%. Yeah. I think
0: anyone who's been in business who says that hasn't happened to them is lying yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're a,
1: you're a <laughs> liar <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> Um, yeah. And I think, you know, it's mentioned here, like the next phase is um, beyond the comfort zone. Mm. Um, if you don't change that, you're going to burn out. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're going to just taking be taking on more and more responsibility. Mm. Um, and either you'll be pushing people who you're hiring out mm. because- they're not going to be happy or you're going to be stuck with a team that doesn't take responsibility and act on things.
1: Yeah. I, I related this to like the ceiling of complexity yeah. that we've spoken about on the podcast before Yeah, where it's like, you're going to reach a point where you're going to be putting in more effort mm. and be more stressed. And the reward from that is going to be less. Yeah. So something needs to change. Yeah. True. Um, true. That's, that's how I matched yep. that up. Yep.
0: Totally agree with that.
1: Um, but then you need to start thinking beyond that. Mm. And um, you need to start really moving into that entrepreneurial space. Mm. Um, and so, he kind of goes through a bunch of things about working in your business. Uh, sorry, on your business instead of in your business. Yeah. But the next thing that I'd like to kind of jump through to mm. is the main steps.
0: Yeah. So, I guess he's posed the problem. Yeah. And um, you can relate to that Yep. as the reader. So, um, once you get through that and you go through all your mistakes you've ever made, mm. um, he, he then says, okay, well, here's the alternative yep. and he focuses on franchises Yeah, <laughs> and turnkey businesses. And basically what that means is he uses McDonald's. Yeah. Everyone, you, know, you can tell this book was written 20, 30 years ago because yeah. he focuses on McDonald's. He but focuses
1: on McDonald's and IBM. <laughs>
0: Classic, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, he's right. Like they, mm. they really did change the world by mm. being systemized. Yeah, um, and they didn't have to hire A graders or superstars. Mm. In fact, people uh, McDonald's is renowned for training people up the best. Yeah, exactly. And, and um, that's because of its systems and its structures. So um, that hit home to me. It hit home to me I as well. Like, well, in a world where it's super hard to find talent mm. and people that you can trust and rely upon to do a good job, this changes the dynamic completely because it's like, well, actually you're the problem. Your yeah. business is the problem. Anyone should be able to do that task.
1: Yeah. If, if we're looking for someone to fit a role and just be able to get things done, it's the wrong perspective. We need to be looking at how do we make this role so foolproof yes. that almost anyone could step into it and succeed. Correct
0: yeah and that's what i love about yeah um he's like you know here's the problem Mm. and we can all relate to that and here's the solution i would never have thought let's you know look at mcdonald's and try and replicate that (laughs) um but we eight years ago we were very systemized and focusing on systems we were um and we thought we could train anyone to come in and do that i think it's nice to be reminded. It's
1: nice to be, it's nice to get a kick and it's nice that we were on our way on this journey already. Yeah. yeah. Again, we'd sort of stumbled back across it and been like, this is actually, we need to do this. Yeah. But this has taken it a step further than what we were even thinking. And and I'm very keen to jump in and and do this on an unrelated note. Um, if you are interested in buying a cat's franchise, um, (laughs) we are expanding. So highly systemized. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, let's Let's dive in a little bit about the the seven step process mm. um, that that he goes through. and and these are the the ways that you actually then go through and systemize everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the first thing that he wants you to do is look at your primary aim purpose purpose, <laughs> exactly how many times do we need to beat this over the head with I people so yeah. I, I basically was like oh yeah i understand this and i kind of put his point of view to the side about it and i was thinking to me this is our strategic compass that we talk about yes it's, yeah. this is the your your mm. purpose your values and your anchors definitely come up with that yep go listen to an episode about that but the yeah. purpose
0: yeah i, I
1: to me, I was like, yeah, oh, well, that's cool. Yeah.
0: Someone else is saying the same thing in a slightly different format. Yeah. Um, I also realized that he was like
1: purpose. "Yeah, really matching it back to what you want as well yeah, and yes. what you're, you're trying to achieve. it's like, this is everything we speak about. Super
0: important. Yeah. yeah. To me, that was just like preaching to the choir. Yeah, yep. exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So next it's strategic objective. Yeah. So what are you actually trying to do?
0: Yeah, um, I guess for me, this is more like I I read into this like values and the strategic anchors coming into this part. So purpose and strategic objective, um, they're all flowing through together. Yep. Um, Now, the next one is organizational strategy. This is where I started to see a distinction. Yep. I was like, oh, this is cool. And I was like, Dan's recently bloody done this. Yeah. Well, genius, mate. Yeah, That's uh, Dan's already, <laughs> and I called him, and I was like, have you read this already? Yeah. <laughs> you did. I, you did. You're like, oh, they're doing a lot of things that
1: you've been saying you were doing, actually.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Dan did an organizational chart for our business yeah. recently. Um, which I was like, it, it really helped mm, it to did. see mm. who we have sitting in which role, including mm. me and you with our yeah. management responsibilities or entrepreneurial the responsibilities.
1: responsibilities. Yeah. Um,
0: so that's probably the next big thing in e yeah. is to do an organizational
1: chart. And I think no business owner actually does this no you don't <clears throat> and, and the trick with these charts and things is, as well as is, is you talk about the roles that are needed not the people currently like you, yep. you then map the people over it yes but you start with well, what are the actual functions of the business what what's the actual work needing to be done in each area that's right and then you fit people in
0: yeah so he even said uh what's the business look like in five years yeah um then what Are there underpinning people and systems that you're going to need to have that type of business? Yeah. And map that out. Yeah. Then step your way back to where you are now. Mm. So you're going to have to put, if you're the only person in the business, put your name on everything. Yeah. But you need to know what's the first one you're going to give off to someone
1: else. I don't remember if it was the the next category or, or if it was in within this one where he's talking about. So then in the story that he was telling, mm. uh, so you then step into like the lowest role mm. if, if you're the only name yep. there and then you do it yes. and then you create a systems around it yep. and you create a pro and then you can get someone else to then fill that role and you take the next step up. Yep. And you're like, cool. Now I'm the manager of yep. this. Yep. All right. Let's systemize that. Let's figure this out. Then you fill that role with someone else mm. and then you step up. It's I cool. thought that was really cool. Like a ladder that you climb up essentially.
0: I, I like that a lot. Yeah. And, um, you know, this is taking that purpose and values one step further because this is building the consistency everyone wants in business mm. for their customers. Um, because if you're not giving that consistible, consistent, reliable
1: consistible. result,
0: consistent, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> you
1: combined a couple of words there,
0: baby brain. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you're not if you're not giving them that result that mm. they can rely upon. Um, like he uses the example of a haircut. Mm. Um, <laughs> you can relate to yeah, this. Yeah,
1: yeah. give me some flashbacks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like if you go and get a great haircut, yeah. then the next time it's terrible. Mm. And then the next time it's just okay. You're going to be like, I'm never going back to this face. I don't know what to expect. Mm. Either be aim to be consistently bad <laughs> or consistently average mm. or consistently great. yeah i really
1: liked that as well yeah
0: so i guess like purpose and values will help you do that but you need your organizational um chart and then um systems for each role in the chart to make sure it's running the way you would run it
1: yeah yep i really liked that because
0: that's i hear that so so often from business owners like
1: they just don't get it and they're talking about their people yeah well we we came up with our um our strategic compass a while ago, um, which is our values and, yep. our, and our anchors and all those things. And we communicate because we were trying to instill this in, into our team and, mm-hmm. and into future people who come into the team yep. to help them make decisions that we would make. Yes. Th- that was the whole purpose yep. is, is how do we get people to do the things that we would do, yeah. but we missed a step, we which did. was the actual doing of it, yeah. of the day-to-day tasks. Defining
0: their roles and, yeah. and the systems on how to do the task. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean- uh, adhering to a value or a purpose is one thing, mm-hmm. but then how to send
1: a package in the post is another thing. Is another thing, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. people know how to send this as a step up, uh, <laughs> you know, with human touch mm-hmm. uh, or making people's lives better, which are, which are our anchors. Mm. Um, but yeah, where's the envelope? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly, where are the stamps? Where are the stamps? At what time
0: do I need to be at the post mm-hmm. office? Yeah. Um, so... To me, that is probably the missing piece, mm. the puzzle. And I don't know. It's, it's just weird how you forget this stuff. It's sort of like golf. Mm. You, you could get a lesson and then you go out and play. And it's just, you just forget everything.
1: It's, I had it's the, so um, strange. A few really good shots on Friday, by the way. I hear Dan. Yeah. yeah. I hear you joining. Uh, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. But I'm happy with what I did. Yeah, well done. Thank you. Anyway. <laughs> um, all right. So the management strategy. Uh, which is just more about, you know, the systems around how you're going to manage and and the rest of it.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: The people strategy.
0: Yeah. So I liked this. He talked about um, gamifying work. And so-
1: Rules of the game. Rules of the
0: game. Yeah. And making it like a challenging game Mm. that people can win every now and then. The game has to evolve. Yeah. This this roughly converted means- They understand what we're trying to achieve for our customers consistently. Mm. Um, If you do succeed in doing that, there will be some measurable things that we can see. If you hit those measurable things, you'll be rewarded. Mm. If you don't hit those measurable things, you're losing the game. You should be upset about that. You should be taking pride in winning the game. And so that's what I guess is another bugbear of like managers, business owners, the team just doesn't seem to care mm. because they're not invested in the game
1: yeah i, I really like this it, it was an interesting way of looking at incentives yeah um because the reason we have incentives is to incentivize performance you know like it's, yeah. uh, it's in the name um yeah. so i think thinking of it more like a game all right let's let's have our team play a game yeah and there is a winning of that game and you take pride in winning that game that's it. then that's a good way to yeah, manage a people
0: then like yeah oh here's our we've hit this sales or profit well yeah. done guys I hope yeah. that's
1: not going to drive them so they don't they don't care as much about that yeah. um but yeah I, I thought that was really interesting and then he, he spoke a little bit obviously about the normal things that we've sort of mentioned already which is you know delegating accountabilities not just abdicating things and all the all the stuff that yeah um yeah people know about yep for sure marketing strategy now, Tim, are you going to start wearing blue suits everywhere because he seemed very keen on the color blue? Yeah, so
0: again, there's a uh, bit, of, bit of old school stuff in there. Yeah. Like, what did he say? I don't know, 80% of the time, blue suits. Yeah.
1: With a white crisp shirt and a red tie and black when, shoes. When was the last time you wore a suit to work? Because <laughs> uh, I can tell you, I never did. Yeah. I, I so, wore collared shirts and pants and business shoes. Yeah. Uh, I think
0: I wore a suit a couple times. Like, yeah. Better than I took the jacket off as soon as I got in. Yeah. <laughs> Never a tie.
1: Never a tie. Never No, I think I might have had a jacket once or twice. Yeah. If it was like a, an important meeting.
0: I think, look at this more as positioning. Mm. And you've got to understand, and he does talk about this a lot, like, who is it that you're selling to? Yeah. So, you've got to understand who you're speaking to. And funnily enough, at the same time, you did a marketing plan with someone I did. um the recipient of yeah. some marketing planning yeah and they went through some uh, personality types yeah and uh yeah that i was like oh my god that's out of the book again because that's mm. pretty much what he's saying he's like know who you're talking to mm. position things that they unconsciously trust or like yeah because that's how people make purchasing decisions apparently
1: yeah, and he, he was very big, and he went into a lot about figuring out, like, literally the demographics and the psychographics of mm. who these people are. Yes, and and that is something that we that I did in this marketing yeah. plan. We we created a buyer profile and it's cool. like very specific. It was like, what's their name? Where do they live? What do they do as a job? Um, how That's would awesome. you reach to them? What do they do for fun? All these things we had to fill out, and we came up with a couple of buyer profiles for these for these things, and uh, I was like this is great. Mm. I want to do this for everything. Because <laughs> no, no. it's not that hard to do. It's not. It, it takes 20 minutes.
0: And it takes a bit of facilitation. Like takes a bit of facilitation. You as the business owner, having been the technician, mm. know the answers to these questions. Exactly. As long as someone's asking you the right questions. Yeah. So yeah, I really liked that because yeah, there might be some things, some red herrings, mm. like in the room, you know, someone walks into your office and they see something, instantly turns them off. Yeah. Or something in the conversation you have with them and this is uh, he also in this section talked about the PowerPoint selling system yeah. uh, which I'm not really sure still whether he's referring to PowerPoint the Microsoft Office suite I don't know <laughs> <laughs> but anyway what he means is just a, yeah. like a replicatable system system for onboarding and
1: positioning your service or product yeah. to your ideal customer yeah and he goes through demonstrate the problem mm-hmm. show the solution yep um,
0: yeah so some of us you know, old hat yeah but it's just good to be reminded of this stuff and mm. just systemize it into
1: your business. Exactly. Which was actually the last strategy. Systems. Great systems. systems. And you told the story about this hotel and there's this folder, this binder I that has go to that all hotel. the systems. Yeah. yeah, I know. I was thinking- That's sick. If I could get back from dinner and there's a lovely fireplace oh. on and I'd just be in heaven. Brilliant.
0: <laughs> Sounds so good. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, Anyway, um <laughs> it's
0: funny too because I've been to that part of America too. Yeah, um between LA and San I done that drive, it's on the yeah. Big Sur. Yeah, and yeah, you can just totally imagine it. It's like all sort of rainforesty. Yeah, and it's right on the coast. Mm. So it's just a so magical. That, that place. Famous road that drives through the forest and the yep. big roads, on, uh, the waters yep. on the side. And yeah, uh, yeah. And there's some like quaint, perfect little towns mm. up through there with. Yeah, hotels that are just in the forest. Mm. (laughs) So, I could totally picture everything he was talking about. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. But that's it. Like, think about your business in that light. Mm. Um, What is the experience you can give to your customers that's so consistent Mm. um, that whether it's consistently average, consistently poor, or consistently amazing, like that hotel, Mm. um, pick what you're going to be and just stick to it and and give them what they want. And the way that they did it was just checklists. That's right. And yeah. everyone had to sign a checklist yep. and for everything they did. And a game. So like, they're all, they knew they were all part of a team. Yep. So um, the, the cleaning staff had certain things they needed to do. The mm. restaurant staff had certain things they needed to do. Yep. If they were letting that down, they knew they'd be letting the team down and losing the game. Mm. So yeah, uh, very cool. Very cool. It was
1: good. All right. So that's, that's sort of pretty much most of the book, right? Yeah, it is. So if, if I'm to wrap this up into what my biggest learnings were, it was that your business is systems, mm-hmm. which we've said before and we know, Yeah. but you literally have to go make those systems. You do, unfortunately. <laughs> it was like the action is the next bit. It's like, don't just yeah. assume people know, mm. go make it, you go think about it. it. Mm. Um, ours are going to be like, our clickup's ups going to be wild soon.
0: Yeah. And um, that's, that's something that excited me too, because like, because we're doing all this in our business, like yeah. I want to like share this knowledge. hmm with our listeners, with with yeah. clients. So yeah, ClickUp is the best or something like ClickUp. Exactly. Putting your systems together. We used to use Microsoft Word. That's mm. probably where things fell down. Right?
1: That, that is where things fell down.
0: So that's that's one yeah. takeaway. What, what else you got, Dan?
1: Um, yeah, so business systems. Uh, I, I liked the, the three personalities as well that was one yep. of my big takeaways which is yep. you've got to switch your mind between the entrepreneur the manager and the technician, um, technician. Mm. and a lot of times you get stuck in that technician which isn't going to move you forward so as a yep. business owner you need to be more at the entrepreneur level yep um and systems are the way you get everyone else to do the technical work that's
0: right that's right systems again systems how about you yeah for me i look that organizational chart mm. uh, was great uh, having people identify with their responsibilities, mm-hmm. their KPIs and then sign off on that. I thought that was a pretty cool idea. Yeah. Actually. I liked that. Um, you would think that's like a, a negative thing to do to your team, but actually it gives them visibility and it, ge- it shows them exactly what they need to do to win the game. Yeah. And make make the team succeed and succeed in their career. So. Exactly. Usually I've found so far and we've just recently done it too.
1: Mm. Um it's really helped the team. I think it has. Doing that. People seem more confident mm. and they know what they need to do to have success. Yeah.
0: It's great. And just with the systemizing, like, um, you know, our sales process mm. uh, for onboarding clients, we have a rough system there, mm. but I can see how we would get much better results across the board in our business for by standardizing it. Standardizing, standardizing it. And like also... I'm tired now Dan Yeah, I don't sleep anymore I was always tired I want a really easy process to Mm. follow that I can do with my eyes closed Mm. like literally
1: (laughs) because they will (laughs) yes no I like this Um, I think we've we've taken the same things from the book and I Mm. think yeah hopefully we've been able to give everybody out there some nuggets of wisdom here Um, but uh, yeah let's uh, finish with the main topic
0: Mm, tasty nuggets
1: Mm. Tim do you have another thing
0: other thing yeah okay i was talking about not sure if i've used this one uh new jack johnson album meet Mm, the moonlight yep awesome love it really good really just calming like if you want to go for a you know you haven't slept much you want to go for like a 5 a.m walk with your baby they'll they'll only sleep (laughs) in a chest carrier on your body (laughs) um then listen to this album it's really good (laughs) i like it yeah that's good it uh takes you i don't know it takes you to hamilton island dan Mm, I just like, like Hamilton. yeah the waves are slowly gently um washing up on the shoreline <laughs> yeah and uh you're just listening to jack johnson slowly <laughs> strum his guitar that's where it takes you really you've got a screaming
1: baby strapped to your chest <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun yeah um i good. don't envy you there but no no it's good yeah it's all, good all part of it yeah um my other thing this week. What is my other thing? Uh, yeah. What do you got? Well, oh, I'm I'm, um, I'm going to be living back over at the beach, which yeah, is exciting. You're that's that's yeah. good. Uh, we're going to see the Killers on the weekend. Oh, that's going to be heaps good. Yeah, but Hope Estate. That's going to be so good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, you're a massive Killers fan, right? Yeah, uh, more so uh, back in the earlier days. Okay. Uh, I haven't really listened much to their newer stuff. They'll play the classics, sure. Yeah, hopefully, mm. hopefully, anything from Sam's Town, I'd be happy mm. with. Nice. Uh, so that was good. We went to a festival. We did go to a festival. Yeah, you know, rolling sets. Rolling sets. Yeah.
0: That was cool. Yeah. That was really cool. Um, go go
1: the entrance. Yeah, I, a know, festival. I know. It's the first time in my life they've ever had a festival there, like on, a, a music festival. It's on the map. Yeah. I think they should do that again. Yeah, it was good. Like, I'm none of the, like, I'm not a huge Hilltop Hoods fan, but mm. that was fun. It was really good. Yeah. Yep. I liked it. Yeah. Same. Cool. Mm. You, you did have, um, uh, deer in the headlight eyes for most of the day and by that I mean just like you were shell-shocked to be out yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it was strange it was a weird feeling it was for Damo one of my good friends Bucks yeah. and so probably wouldn't ordinarily go out and like no. he started drinking at 10am I was like oh, I'm, best, I'm the best man so I better, better
1: be there with him at 10am <laughs> felt weird but it was great it was really good yeah enjoyed it that is good yeah all right well that's that's it for today then it Uh, is good to have tim back next week we're doing the drunkies Mm -hmm. so get your nominations in before monday because we will uh, we might even you know call a few people just see what's see who's out there that'd
0: be good yeah yeah Uh, we we could live stream them i guess yeah we could live stream them
1: We'll see how figure we it go. It we'll, we'll see if organizationally, out. if we get to it, but not promising anything. No, never promising anything. <laughs> um, so make sure you get those nominations in. If you want to get in touch with us, two drunk accountants on all the social medias, two drunk accountants.com.au for the website and two drunk podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to send us an email, but, uh, until then we will calculate it.